what are the, and you know, when you're our age, young people, is anybody 40 and under? It's like, you babies, wet behind the ears. No, God is moving in power, and it's through, it's happening around the world. And it's going to happen here too, it's already happening. But you carry it, we carry it, we carry the presence of God. And I'll just tell you what Mohan said to us, and I think he says it to me because I'm such a doubter. He said, Alan, listen, he's been coming here for 20 years, Pastor Mohan has. And his church has grown. I think when I first met him, he only had like 15,000 people in his churches. Now he has 50,000. So, you know, his mood, what he's part of has grown. And he keeps coming. And then he keeps saying this thing that would drive me nuts. He'd say, Alan, you don't realize. Now, Pastor Mohan never toots his own horn. I wish he would, but he doesn't. Uh, he told me, and I know this, he said, listen, I go around the world to the most powerful movements of God there is. And then he can list all these names and places where he goes and people he's friends with. He said, listen, I'm going to tell you, there's something here with us that's as powerful as anything he's ever experienced in the whole world. And I'm like, okay. Well, he's right. He's right. And God's going to explode in this place. He's going to because he wants to be lifted up and glorified. And when, you, when he's lifted up, that happens. He does it through people. Like when we sang that song, so we're going to do a, a, a little exercise that may make you want to leave. Uh, <laughs> oh, that didn't come across well. I hope it doesn't. We love you. We're glad you're here. The kingdom. God's made a decision, and I really do want to preach a message I prepared, but I'm not going to preach it, I don't think, because I think we're going to do something first. And this will be, uh, so when we were singing You're Beautiful, and the worship team sang You're Beautiful to all of us that weren't on stage, as coming from the Lord, uh, I looked around, and I looked around at all the people that aren't beautiful, (laughs) that don't think they are let's put it that way and you know what I looked at it's so funny I just started glancing over here and I started looking at the guys and I'm like oh yeah we've got we need some help us men need some help we don't think we're beautiful we don't even know if that's allowed right like can you even say that I mean I you watch little girls prissing and you know in you know, they all think they're beautiful. Little boys, they don't think that. So I, I want to do something. We're going to do an exercise because you guys hear the Lord so well. I believe this will be something that uh, the men need to hear. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, and you don't have to participate ever. We, we really, it's up to you. But uh, so if you don't want to participate, I would say uh, as a man, just don't stand up. If you already know how beautiful you are and you don't want to hear from the Lord about it, uh, then just go ahead and sit down. That's a joke. I'm, I'm laughing <laughs> on the inside. Okay, men, men, men type, including males. Male, we believe that God created male and female. We believe you're one or the other. Uh, if you're a man, if you have man, that's as far as I'm going. If you're a man, stand up, okay? I'm sorry. I get nervous, I start saying things that are weird. If you're a man, stand up. There's a couple of men types. Yeah, uh, reach down there and uh, 
I thought of something really funny. Don't do the crocodile Dundee thing. <laughs> if you're a man, stand up. Here's what's going to happen. I believe the Lord wants to speak to us men. And I believe there's something beautiful about every one of us. And I believe I need to hear from him. What does he think is beautiful about me? And I believe that the ladies in this building can hear God. And so I, what we're going to do is we're just going to take a few minutes here. And we're going to, uh, men, we're going to suck it up and take it like a man. Uh, let's believe that God wants to speak to you this morning. So uh, now the hard part for you girls is y'all get to do it. And it doesn't matter if you've never given a word to anybody, you can hear him. Because hearing him is up to him, not you. You've got to realize that. It's up to Jesus. It's not up to you. And Jesus wants to speak his heart to us, to the men. And I believe that he will. So uh, I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to ask you ladies to uh, get up. And you can pray for one guy or two guys or three guys, as many as you want to. And, and all you have to do is just ask the Lord. And I'll give a very short prophetic lesson. If you ask the Lord, what do you want me to say to... Well, I'll just pick on Stephen. What do, you, what do you want to say to Stephen, Lord? I believe God will give you a thought, an image, a story. I believe God will give you something. I believe he will. I don't think it's up to you. I believe he cares about Stephen. He really does. And he wants to encourage Stephen. And he wants to tell him why he's beautiful. Okay? So, ladies, uh, I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to ask you ladies to get out on a limb. If only one woman stands up, if only Kay stands up, Kay, you're going to have to pray for 50 men <laughs> again. You're used to it. You can do it, right? Uh, okay, so Jesus, I just thank you that you turned the table on us this morning, that uh, everything in the kingdom is upside down to the world. And, and God, you, you know, you know, you, we believe you're beautiful. I believe today you want uh, the men to hear from you what you see as beautiful inside of us. So Jesus, would you just speak to each one of the ladies that you want to get up and, and help us to hear your voice, to hear your words this morning. Okay, so men, you get to just stand there and receive. Ladies, you're released. You can get up and uh, start to get to work. <laughs> get to work. put my jacket on. I forgot. Uh, 
as often as you eat, right? That's what it says. And we have it as a communion, as a, as a ceremony, as a, an ordinance in the church, which is true. It's absolutely true. Uh, how many of you guys, you men, got uh, touched when you got words? Yeah, me too. I had two people give me words. They both gave me the exact same word. Yeah, you didn't know that, Kelly. Kelly was the first one who gave it to me. And then somebody else gave me the exact same word. I'm like, I'm slow, but I'm not that slow. <laughs> yes, Lord, I got it. You guys, you know what the truth is? The body of Christ, Jesus is the head and we're the body. And every time you allow Jesus to use you to bless someone, to serve someone, to be patient, to be kind, to serve a child. Every time you smile at somebody, do you know who determines how many people are in here worshiping with us on Sundays? We do. They feel love when they come in. They feel excitement. They feel life. They, they don't even know that they're going to come in here and experience the presence of God. Like, we're not through yet today. We're going to do some more. Uh, but I really do. I, my, I want every time we gather together, for us, every one of us, to have an encounter with Jesus. And I blame the worship team if I don't, usually. But, you know, sorry, Lisa. No, I don't. I actually blame them if I do. Because often, as we worship together, I feel His presence and I feel loved. And uh, it's funny, we were talking... Uh, Kelly was telling me about rest. Someone had given her that word once. And uh, if you've never experienced the peace of God or rest, um, it'll change your life. And you'll, it'll just smoke you. Like I, I, heard, a word, I heard this this morning and I wasn't going to do it because I'm a little chicken sometimes. But uh, a few years ago, I was uh, under a lot of stress, right? Sometimes some stuff going on and it seemed like I didn't have a second's rest ever. I was working full time and pastoring and the church was growing and it's busy and we're doing freedom prayer all the time. It just seemed like, you know, wake up to sleep was never, no, nothing, just pressure. And, uh, it's funny, I, I personally, I don't know if you do, do you guys like being asked questions? Do you, does anybody here like being asked questions? Uh, it drives me crazy. I mean, don't be afraid to ask me questions, you can ask me questions, but that's just a difficult thing for me personally, and it's just like, gosh, I got to ask a lot of questions, you know, uh, you know, and, and so this, this day, and we were worshiping in here in the sanctuary one time, and in worship, just out of nowhere, and I want to give this to you. You can have this today. You can have the same experience I had today. Uh, out of nowhere, I felt like uh, this angel that sometimes hangs out with me, probably a lot, uh, his name's Sarge, and he does stuff, right? And I, and I know, and people tell me they see him, and, and I'm aware of him. And, and one day, I'm worshiping. And you know how you can feel somebody looking at you? Doesn't that make you nervous when they do that? It's like, 
quit looking at me. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? And I felt somebody looking at me. And I turned, and I'm facing this way, worshiping. And I turned around and I looked. <laughs> okay, I may be crazy, but ask the Lord to give you these experiences. It changes your life. I, I look and Sarge, oh, this is sort of silly. It's sort of embarrassing even to do it. Um, Sarge is literally like in the air, like right up there. And he's leaning down on his elbows like this. You know that dumb pose? You ever see people do that? You know, it's like, it's a dumb pose. Looks like they're all love struck or something. Sarge is looking at me like that. And it sort of irritates me a little bit. And I'm like, and then I said a wonderful kind thing that you say to angels. I said, don't you have anything better to do than watch me worship? <laughs> it's making me nervous. He was like, no. He wasn't intimidated at all. He didn't. So he just stayed there. And then I heard him say something. And I guess I didn't hear him say it. I just knew. And this might be for you this morning. He said, I want you to go stand right over there against that wall. There in that corner. And so I'm like, you know what you do? The first thing you do when you're talking to an angel, you look around to see if anybody's watching you. I'm like, I'm like, okay. And so I sort of try to nonchalantly walk over there and I stand against the wall. And when I did, um, I can't think of this or tell the story without my eyes leaking. I stood there in my all stressed out self. And I felt a cocoon go like it was above my head and it went all the way around me, all the way like a capsule. And it was like this thick. It was all the way. <laughs> then this hurts. Then he said, uh, I'm eating your flesh, right? The body of Christ. Jesus said, this is my body, which was broken for you. Eat it. And every time you eat it, remember me. Well, you know why we remember Jesus? Because he was the incarnate God who came to the earth and was born in flesh. He validated you the day he did that. God's purpose for all of eternity was to live inside of you. Jesus came on earth so that God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit could live in you, in your body. He loved you. He's, he's longed for you before anything was ever created. And we, we, we devalue ourselves. We don't think we're important. We don't think we're good enough. We don't think we can do anything. We get overwhelmed and think the world's against us. Listen, there's something you need to know. And I stole this from Facebook this morning. Um, I think it was Patsy Goodnight posted it. And when I read those words, I was like, that's what Jesus wants to say to Grace Fellowship this morning. Listen, I'm not in control. But I am deeply loved by the one who is. He loves you so much. Notice how I changed the subject so I wouldn't be emotional about the cocoon story. <laughs> I stopped right mid-story. It's a good trick, guys, if you haven't learned that one. So I'm standing there with this cocoon around me, and I heard a voice, 
I don't know if it was an angel or it was the Lord, but I actually heard a voice say this. I can't, I can't say it. Okay, I'll get it. I'll get it together. I'm wearing a jacket this morning because I wanted to dress up. This is as good as it gets. <laughs> I heard a voice say, uh, I don't want y'all to take this wrong, okay? Call me. I'm a pastor. You're what I live for. But I heard a voice say, nobody will bother you in here. <laughs> it's like perfect peace and rest. And no circumstance, no words, no needs. Do you need that today? Uh, Jesus said you could have it. He said, Alan, if anybody needs to feel that today, they can have it. So uh, that spot's open, and after, when we dismiss here in a second, um, I'd love to pray for you, and uh, you can have the same peace I had that day. And when you're there, nothing can touch you. That's how much he loves you. He dreamed. You're, you're the He's dreamed of living inside of you for all of eternity. And, you know, it's, it's the, the, Jesus is God's statement of faith. Jesus is what God believes about humanity. It's how valuable God sees you is in Jesus Christ. And it's God's seal of approval on the human race. And I think most, most of us were taught our whole lives that we're not good enough, that we'll, we don't work hard enough, that we get overwhelmed, that God's not concerned about us. We're taught all this stuff when the truth is Jesus came to earth and was born a human just like you. And he values you. You can tell how much God values you by what he, Jesus did. And he does. And God wants you to know today that you belong to him. You know, I want, I want to give you a hint on how to live in, in, in Bible study. Pay attention to the red letters. Y'all, if you have an old version Bible, remember the old version Bibles? They, uh, here we go. There's some red letters. <laughs> they would put anything Jesus said got put in red letters. And I tell you, I think most of us will we'll get so caught up in other parts. Listen, the whole scripture is, is God's word. But we forget that Jesus is the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. He's the sustainer and the creator of all things. That he is the exact representation of God. When you want to know who God is, you want to know what God thinks about you, look at the red letters. And anything you read in the Bible, you take it through the filter of Jesus Christ. It's, the Scripture is important, but you don't find life in Scripture. You, you can actually find condemnation and judgment and guilt and shame. You can find all those things, but the truth is, Scriptures are written to reveal the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if you get confused, if you don't understand, if you don't uh, start with the red letters, start there. And stay there, because that's where we find life from. And then in Romans 8, I'm gonna, I want to talk, next time I talk, I want to talk about Romans chapter 8. 
And there's verse 1 there. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That means it's invalid. Any condemnation that you feel or think or have towards yourself is not valid. Because the scripture says there's no condemnation for those in Christ. I think that we're going to talk about this next time. And I want to talk about it seriously. Because I think most of us still live by the law of sin and death. And we don't live by the spirit who gives life. Jesus said you're pure. He said he's set you free. He said you're holy. You're redeemed. You're renewed. He said he lives inside of you. And you live inside of him. So we're going to talk about that next week. But uh, so I want to go there. And I want to talk about that. Jesus really did end every debate. I don't know why my mind keeps wanting to argue with God about how bad you are. I mean, how bad I am. I say, I say you. I meant me. <laughs> uh-huh. You do it. We all do it. We judge ourselves and we judge people sitting next to us. And Jesus settled that debate 2,000 years ago with his death and resurrection. You see, I think that we really need to look at Jesus. And he really is. He, he ended the debate. The high esteem and value God placed upon humanity was sealed. It was sealed when humanity became the dwelling place of God. The tabernacle of God is you, your flesh. Your personality is unique to him, is special. Pastor Tim said that when we started. Your physical body is unique and special to him. The way you think, he loves it except for where you disagree with him. It's where you argue with him, where I argue with him about me. God, uh, you know what the word, one, I got three good words. One first word was, uh, there's people already praying for you. I said, oh God, I need that. And the other word was lead. You're a leader. I'm like, okay, God, I'll lead. And uh, God wants to touch you this morning. So we would, let's all stand up. I'm not going to. You know, I love the wine. Actually, I I hate wine. I hate the way it tastes. This is grape juice. It's not wine. But I've, I've become addicted to his life. I have to have his presence every day. It's a good addiction. And this morning, God wants you to feel his presence. He does. And so we have prophetic, we have uh, two teens up here that want to pray with you. And I know many of you have already gotten a word. Thanks, Peter. Uh, You've already gotten a word this morning. But uh, Pastor Tim and Kay and Pat and Michelle, Marcia, I said Michelle, (laughs) they're going to be up here. And uh, they want to pray for you. Okay? And then if you need to feel the cocoon, um, I'll pray for you over here. And I think God wants to do it. All right? If you want to begin to follow Jesus, we've got a baptism coming up pretty quick, I hear. It's going to be good. 
if you want to begin to follow Jesus, if you want to be baptized, talk to somebody up here, talk to one of the leaders around you. We would love to be a part of that, okay? So, Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for what you did, what you're doing, and what you're going to do. And, Jesus, I believe it's true. I believe that we are deeply loved by the one who's in control. Just let his spirit come right now. So let the Lord come to you right now. He loves you. He deeply loves you. So God, use us this week to bring life and love and joy and your kingdom everywhere we go. Just thank you, King. Amen. Uh, Enjoy the Super Bowl tonight. If you have a party, uh, have fun and be careful. God bless you guys.